0: Sports DSA, Malcolm Blight and David Wildy gear up for the winter at Toolkit Depot with a huge range of outdoor power equipment and winter work. we we'll are getting in there and have a look at that. They've got absolutely everything. Well, day five to finish the Ashes series has gone in a blink and our man on the spot's been Laurie Culliver. We've had the ups and downs, we've had rain, we've had brilliant cricket, we've had some, uh, I think, brain fades, if you like, but uh, what an interesting series. Loz, how are you?
1: Uh, G'day, lads. Uh, Out to go before the start of uh, the final day. We're finally getting close to the finish line, and uh, I'm good. I'm raring to go. I'm just watching the Aussie batsmen in the nets. Manus Lavashane, Steve Smith, just having a warm-up about 30 metres away and uh, looking forward to what's going to be a great finish, the weather. Of course, everyone wants to know about that, don't they? There's a 29% chance that it will rain now, an hour before start of play, and then over the next few hours, 18, 22, 17, 26... At 3 o'clock, there's a 60% chance of rain. And then we get to sort of later in the day at 6 o'clock when we could still be playing if there are delays, 11 and 7%. So we could be right down to the wire here. If we lose an hour, we can play till 7.30. So we could be right down to the wire here with Australia needing just under 250 to win in England, of course, needing 10 wickets and, of course, the draw, which would make the series go Australia's way 2-1.
2: Laurie, I just can't believe what you just said then. There was a 29% chance of rain. Not 28, not 30, 29% exactly.
1: Who the hell that's is the doing? BBC, that's uh, oh, that's c- the BBC for you. Ed Inker. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, love yeah. Numbers,
2: no, I, I love numbers, I love percentages, but 29?
1: The other way is you can look at the 71% chance it won't rain. So that's where we're at at the moment. <laughs> it does feel a little bit heavy and overcast, but luckily uh, the grand staff, out in the middle, they're rolling another pitch for the next game that Surrey play here or for a match for the 100 that's coming up. And the ground staff, they know, if they thought there was a hint of it raining in the next five or ten minutes, they'd have the covers ready to go at yeah. this stage. Uh, they're not on the pitch, and we're, we're looking forward to 11 o'clock starting one hour's time.
0: Laurie, I thought the England bowling was so lacklustre. The pitch seemed just benign. It really was. The bowlers weren't doing much at all. So Australia can yep. almost treat this like... a. You know, 50 over game, 250 and a good deck with all 10 wickets in hand. You know, as long as it doesn't rain, that'd be the hot favourite, surely.
1: I don't know about hot favourites. Um, I think they're certainly a slim favourite at this stage. Um, I think, you know, you look at England's attack. Anderson's looking a bit tired. Um, they didn't bowl wood much yesterday, which I was just completely mm. baffled by. Didn't come on to the score was none for 99, which to me just seemed ridiculous. I would have had him on first change, um, given the trouble he's caused a few of the batsmen in this series. Um, you know, Mo and Alley bowled a few overs, you know, fairly inconsequential. Joe Root had to bowl overs, and uh, you know, England are probably just as tired as Australia are. So, I thought the efforts of Warner and Kuharjius—they were fantastic. You know, Warner really battled and battled and stuck at it well, and was he increased his tempo from other innings in recent Test matches and, and played pretty well, got that strike rate back up above fifty runs per hundred balls. And and David Warner, once he got to about thirty, he got into that sort of batting zone frame of mind where you don't even think about who the bowler is, you just play each ball its merits and show the touch of class. But the last 13 wickets in this Test match 640 runs have been yeah. scored. Australia, you remember, was 7 run and 86. Last three wickets put on 110. England made 395 very, yeah. very quickly uh, in 80 overs and win under 135. So that tells you that the pitch is still very, very good and should be today.
2: I'm always fascinated when you, you said you, you know, you're 30 metres from Smith and Labuschagne as they're warming up. Do you see yeah. them do anything? I mean, you watch a lot of cricket. You've watched them. You've watched the warm-up. You've talked to us through this whole series. Do you see them do yeah. anything different? Is, is it just, this is what we do, this is how we do it, this is how long we do it for? Do they do, they do anything different? Meticulous. Yeah. I,
1: I think in the past, I've just sort of noted that they're in the nets and haven't watched them closely. But as the series has gone on, and as sort of we've had our bit of battle to try and get a decent, you know, first-thing scores over 300, I've actually watched a bit closer. And, like well, Marnus is here now. He's just having a bit of a, a throw down from Michael DiVanuto. Steve Smith was practicing some pull shots Put earlier. Him on. I think it's about getting... <laughs> yeah, no, he's, just, uh, he's gone now. But he's um, I think he's one of those players that he just wants to get his feet moving, get things going, get the blood pumping a bit. And just also, like Moinelli, Al, he's just having a bowl in the nets as well at the moment. So... Um, Flyers are just milling around. A lot of the England boys are just kicking soccer balls at the moment. So it's a pretty uh, relaxed sort of start to the day, to be honest, with just under an hour to go to the first ball.
0: Laurie, it's interesting for people that don't realise how quick, say, a Mark Wood or or Stark can bowl top. Mm -hmm. just stand behind a practice net and watch the boys charge in there. You haven't got a lot of time to think.
1: It's a bit like when you sit up high on the stand and watch him, and he does seem very, very quick at times. But then if you're at ground level, uh, like we are here at the moment, uh, and it just flies through. And, and it's like, I suppose, when a car goes past you at 90 mile an hour when you're at ground level. If you're up in the stand watching a, a touring car race, it doesn't seem that quick. But when you're at ground level, it seems much, much quicker. So, you know, again, just back on him yesterday, I just was shocked that even bowl earlier, I would have thought it would have been perfect to get him in at say none for about 20 when Wokes came on, but they went with the swing. And uh, fortunately for Australia, it's worked out in their favour. And as you say, they're probably in the box seat. Wills.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I'm. I'm with you. I mean, he just four four overs of just you know express stuff, a couple of shorties. Yeah. I mean, everyone worries. I, I couldn't agree more. Just just at, at the final, right? Australia. Let's say Australia win. Yeah. Every, everyone's happy. They win the series. Three gentlemen. Does Pat Cummins become a great captain?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I think he becomes a highly successful captain, and in the end, the the, the tactics justify the means and the final outcome. Um, I don't know if he's a great captain, but I'll tell you what, he's got, he will have gotten one of the great results. Australia have not won an Ashes series here in 22 years. They've, they've saved series, they've re- retained the Ashes, but this would be an amazing moment, and would we'll take a lot of pressure off him and a lot of guys in the team. It would enable Warner to play his last three tests in Australia. Yeah. Um, you know, it would be a hell of a legacy to make it four Ashes um, series in a row for Australia.
0: Who's been your big winner for the Aussies and, and your, perhaps your big loser? And also your thoughts on Alex Carey. I mean, he started in yeah. such brilliant form and then the really, yeah. I don't know whether the Lords thing has upset him, but he's, certainly his batting's dropped yeah. off.
1: Yeah, no, I think it has, Wilds. So I think it's been tough for him. I think he's kept brilliantly. I know he put a chance down here on the first day, but he's kept, uh, you know, giving nine, nine and a half out of ten for his keeping. His batting slipped. We all know that. I think the extra pace of Wood's worried him at times, and it's worried others as well. Um, As for the successes, I think Mitchell Marsh has uh, really emerged as now Australia's best all-rounder, and at 32 years of age, he's still got some test cricket ahead of him, and I would not be surprised if he came in next. If they're worried Australia are only going to get 50 or 60 overs today, I'd actually send him in next for a couple of reasons. Play some shots, right-hand left-hand, we've got two left-handers in at the moment, and England, I don't think, would be expecting it. So, I would be looking to put him in, in next and maybe even Travis Head at four, depending on the outcome. Because Lava Shane in the first inning is pretty slow. We don't need that sort of innings now. The start trying to chase down these next 248 runs in, say, 50, 60 overs.
0: And the big disappointment, maybe Cameron Green? Yeah. Uh, Scotty Boland a bit, yeah. um, unfortunately. Uh, I've
1: It's it a bit sad because he's had such a good test career. And then suddenly Gone. the complete, you know, what drops out of his game. Um, Apart from that, probably uh, you know Greeny, yes, a bit disappointing, but a big learning curve for him. He's only young and he'll he'll bounce back. And I think for England, uh, you know, you look at um, you know Crawley's performance uh, in the last couple of tests, and I think. Sure Broad, unbelievable. What a great career Mm. he's had. He's going to go out in the high. And the other disappointments, I think James Anderson, five wickets at about 80. Can he do something today? And I think Ollie Robinson let himself down in that first test when he got stuck in Hitchman-Kawaja. He he went after the wrong bloke. It was was poor from him, and he hasn't played the last few tests. So uh, we'll see how he bounces back in the future.
0: Laurie loves your reports. When you get back, I'll buy you a couple of beers and a big ice cream too, and it won't cost me 10 euros. So (laughs) (laughs) looking forward to you coming home. (laughs) It's always a
1: pleasure talking to you, Blakes, and looking forward to getting back.
0: Cheers. Laurie Culliver there. Uh, what about that? I'm 30 metres away from Manus Labashane. Yeah, and no. I think your point you make, bloody, I reckon they would be meticulous, do everything yeah. methodically. Yeah. They don't leave anything for chance, no. do they? And wouldn't you buy
2: Laurie a duck wrap? He seemed to like them.
0: Oh, he likes everything. He He's likes- the biggest <laughs> food eater. He. He posts all these things on social media of all the stuff he's eaten. He's he's unbelievable. Great bloke, but he knows his cricket. Yeah, of course he does. Absolutely back in front. So you're going Australia tonight? Yes, I am. So am I. I think Australia needing 250. The weather could be kind, and uh, it's going to come right down to the wine. He even said Mitch Marsh might come in at first drop. Uh, Coming up shortly, Mark Bickley. It is 6.39.